Well, the virus has now killed more than 100 people in China, and new cases have been confirmed around the world. So you don't want to frighten the American public. France and South Korea have also got evacuation plans. But you need to prepare for and assume. Strongly warning Americans to avoid all non-essential travel to China. That this is going to be a real serious problem. France, Australia, Canada, the US, Singapore, Cambodia, Vietnam, the list goes on. Health officials are investigating more than 100 possible cases in the US. German has uh, contracted the virus. The epidemic is a demon and we cannot let this demon hide. Japan, where a bus driver uh, contracted the virus. Coronavirus has killed more than 100 people there and infected more than 4,500. We have to prepare for the worst, always, because if you don't and the worst happens. War Room Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Welcome to the War Room Pandemic. We have a special episode today. This is our Saturday's specials concerning China, Voices from China. This is episode 287 in the Saturday, July 18th, year of our Lord 2020. Today's episode titled Fighting Back, America's Global Takedown of the CCP. First, we'd like to thank our production partners, America's Voice News on Dish 219, Newsmax TV at night, John Frederick's Radio Network, Chicago FM 103.9, and blown through the CCP firewall, translated into Mandarin for the the Chinese people by G News. Steve, over to you. Jack, thanks for uh, thanks for introducing and thanks for manning the the war room uh, today. Given the historic couple of weeks, in particular the way it built to a uh, a really crescendo with uh, Mike Pompeo and Attorney General Barr, we're going to do a, a special on America actually fighting back for the first time. This kind of coalition that's been put together to really take down the CCP. I mean, it's more than just confront it. It's more than just contain it. If you really look at, Jack, what's going on, this is a broad-based coalition of the Alliance of Liberty, from India to Japan to Australia, the littoral nations around the South China Sea, uh, the EU, the United Kingdom, Brazil, Latin America, and of course, the United States and Canada. Uh, but I think and I've got my, uh, my colleague here, uh, my sidekick, uh, Miles Guo, is going to help us today to go through that. We're going to take both a, a global strategic view, and then we're going to flip in the second hour and take the view as the, as the CCP sees it, of what's actually going on in China. But there's so much breaking news uh, overnight and, and throughout the day after we left the broadcast yesterday. I wanted to start this because, as you know, one of the aspects of the show that we try to do is the deplorables in the United States and Lao Beijing, old hundred names, in China, which is the vast majority of the 1.4 billion uh, Chinese people. What we're seeing, Jack, as you and I talked about on the show yesterday and Thursday, is this really uh, horrific flood. I mean, it's more than once in a century, maybe once in a thousand years, in the Yangtze River uh, that's that's come up that's gonna have a, uh, a, a dramatic impact uh, on the United States about uh, supply chains and particularly medical supply chains, which I know you'll get into in a second. But I want to tee off with Miles, who really understands, I think, China uh, as well as anybody and has been such a great uh, person to explain China and explain the difference between the CCP, the PLA, Lao Beijing, and, and the basic hardworking, decent people uh, of China. So, Miles, I, we're going to talk strategy later, but I, I really first want to get into, can you tell people 
what is going on with this flood? What's the Yangtze River? Set the stage for us. What what what's the area like? How important to China? How how essential to Chinese history? What is this flood? The Himalaya Mountains and Three Gorges. Can you walk us through everything? Thank you, sir. Uh, good morning, everybody. So that's a very important question, sir. You know, in China, this five thousand years of history, all the Chinese uh, have every four years. 20 years, 100 years, big challenger uh, from the flood. This is the flood because, you know, China is the east side have a high, high, high Himalaya. The Himalaya mountains. Himalaya mountains give the, all the Asia, 80% of the world cleanly can use the water. Okay? So all of Asia, 80% basically comes from those massive mountains in the Himalayas. Yes. And this is the Yang, uh, Yangtze River and the Huang, you know, uh, Yellow River, this is China's uh, Two is the river, is the Cape of China have the water can drink, can use. So this every time the Yangtze River, you know, have any problem, is the huge, is the kill, you know, sometimes ten percent Chinese, five percent Chinese, sometimes forty percent Chinese. I, I want you to know, sir, in the Yangtze River and the east side go to north side, north go to Shanghai, Nanjing and it's, uh, Hubei in the Wuhan, the coronavirus from the, the province, Hubei and the Guangxi and the Sichuan. This area, they provide all the Chinese 55% uh, the agricultural, any food. So the Yangtze River, as you're going down there, you're saying inside that floodplain or inside that, that kind of river valley, 50% of all the food in China is basically made in that, in that valley. Yes, sir. Produced. Uh, yeah, sometimes maybe more. Sometimes maybe okay. more. Okay. It's the provide uh, 65% called fish, not the seafood, the fish, you know, river fish. From the river, right? Uh, all the China, 65%. So they provide uh, all the China is a GTP, uh, always 50%, uh, sometimes half, 50%. Half to 60% of the entire GDP of the country also comes from this region? Yes. Uh, also, there the area is always have 350 million, you know, people living there. So of the 1.4 billion, about 350, 400 yeah, million same, live there. Same right. one America there, okay? The size of America population. Yeah, yeah population. They, they, as China uh, University, high education people, nearly 40 percent, and the 35 percent is from this area. Wow, 40 percent of our of your college uh, of your college students are people that go to college. Yes. So that's why is that this for the Chinese, for we are China, we are country, that's hugely important. So the uh, CCP is different. They uh, built three grand. This is the dam. The three the, the, the three gorges dam. Three gorges dam. Why was that? You saying uh, that was stupid to build? Uh, you know, it's the CCP have a philosophy: fight the culture, fight fight uh, you know the nature, fight God, fight to earth. Fight to people, that's their goals. They are, you know, in your here, Chamber Mao philosophy. You cannot fight the God, you cannot fight the natural power, you cannot, you know, every day fight to people. They say, oh, we are, you know, everything from the guns. We can fight, kill God. God. They said, since all power comes from a barrel of a gun, yeah. we, can, we can fight God. And you're saying, and these things they did to the environment. Was there disregarding of any any recognition of God? Yes. That they yes. were all powerful as humans. <laughs> yes, sir. So, so for China, all the history, you know, 
no society, no agriculture. They are just, you know, it's the hunters. Hunting, right. So go to the Yellow River, to Yaz River, is all the agriculture, very hard work, good education. This is really Chinese history, civilized the founder. No society is very rude, okay? <laughs> so now it's the very, very bad CCP coming to America, uh, China. They control all the China. They, every year, they need to find out some of the, you know, called country nationality project. They don't care. It's no sense, no, no, no logical. They don't like, don't think about how can broken the natural global women. They no idea. This is all the farmer, the you know, very rude criminal mafia guy. They just try move your eye, you know, focus one project. Some the people go in their work, give you food. They call GDP. Okay, so you're saying these projects were done to keep the population focused on how great we are as a political party, how great we are as leaders. We do these huge projects, whether they made any sense or not. Yeah, like collectivization on the farms, yeah. the mass great leap forward, the mass industrialization. You you say that the th the three the three gorges dam was like that also. Yeah, yeah. That's a 100 percent is the this from the CCP ID knowledge. There's a white cultural revolution. They will kill for old, kill your uh, loyalty, kill your family relationship, kill your education and link the history, and kill your trust the morals. There's no honest, no morals, no truth, and kill. These are all the old, also the religion. You know, kill the God, kill the Christian, kill the you know Jesus. This is called for old kill. Then they think, oh, we can do everything. We can challenge the God. We can challenge the nature. We can control the God. We can control the river. This during the day, I think GTP is number one important. They are just corruption. You know, they can make the project. 100 billion is before. It's 1983 to 1995. So this is the Prime Minister Li, Li Peng. You know, it's a Tiananmen screen. They kill the people. They can make the decision with Deng Xiaoping. So this guy is from the uh, called Huanghe University, just for the how can defense the fallout. So he wants to build one bigger project. So all the people can look at me. I am in the history. I build a super project. I, I, I don't know my name. That's crazy. It's service. All the politician decision. Then they don't know. It's just three gorges of the down. There they build the, the one. I give you an example, sir. Today, example of the river is called one minute, uh, one second, three uh, hundred thirty thousand. How can I say? Uh, li fang mi, how do Gallons. Uh, gallons. Yes. Okay. One one second. But even this is broken. How you know how big, uh, sir? Three point six million wow. gallons. One second. Then you know it's the Himalaya here. It's the high here. Guangxi, Chongqing, Hubei. Wuhan here, coronavirus, and the Shanghai here. You're saying it comes all the way down then to a come valley here. to a flat. Yeah, same with the same yes. the one is about the one. Right. Yeah. Then here, 350 million people, maybe all the kill, maybe 50 percent kill. Here, you know, 50 percent agricultural food, breaking all the China, also the fish and the education and the university. So you say also Jack Ma is from here. Jack Ma is a control all the work number one called. Uh, Jack Ma of Jack Alibaba. Data, Alibaba. Yeah. Alibaba. Data called uh, uh, iCloud data. iCloud. American or the Apple is the data can you put it there. 
I hope not. Don't nothing happen. So Jack Ma here, Baidu from here, Baidu, Baidu, Shanghai, and China is the top hundred huge company, maybe 70 percent from here. What is? Uh, tell us about the river. Let me go back to this. It comes down from the Himalayas all the way through. You're saying this river is central to Chinese history. It's central to Chinese agriculture. It is central to Chinese business. Uh, 350 million people, as as the big as the population of the United States of America, lives within this. Give us up to date now. You G News has been able to give us, and we have up on AVN as you're watching in in the background. Jack, make sure you jump in. Let me know when we got a pop. But we've got we've got footage running right now of all the great footage that the citizen journalists that are part of GTV and G News have、uh, have sent. These these、uh, videos of this water is is mind-boggling to people. They've never seen anything like it.、It's、just a wall of water, but it's every day. Are the rains continuing? Why are the rains so intense this time than they haven't been in a hundred years? This is always this is China, you know. The China ever is called 100 years must be and、uh, follow to the disaster come back. This is all the China history. So you look at China is this area now every every day is raining. So the raining is make the disaster. Nobody knows. So the raining nobody can control, right? But you look here in the Chongqing, inside central area, and the Hubei, Enshi, this huge big、uh, city, same the Manhattan is big. Is the area also Wuhan? In the central area, it's the water comes the city. You know, it cover all the cars. It covers all, all the cars all in the a car, city the size of New York. All the antique temple, thousand years to the you know it's the the the, the temples, and the many people dies. Oh, is, nobody know the truth.、Uh, last night I called Beijing my my friend. I said how many people die? I think a hundred thousand. I said oh. More than half a million people died. They think he's saying he believes that、hey, half a million people died.、Sure. Gentlemen,、sure. we have one minute look, left. Look at, yeah, yeah. Jack, why don't you go ahead and take us out? I want to get people up on hashtag、uh, War Room Pandemic. I got a big announcement when we、uh, when we come back about tomorrow. But Jack, why don't you get everybody up on our platforms, take us out, and we'll、uh, see you in a second. Okay, guys, listen. We've got to take some commercials here in a moment, but I want everybody to follow us on hashtag War Room Pandemic. Check us out on the podcast. We're everywhere. Please、uh, sign up for the newsletter as well. And we are going to be leaving here in just a moment. Also, I want everybody to pay attention because this Wuhan flood is very important. The Yangtze River, eighty percent of the pharmaceuticals, eighty percent of the chemical production is south of the Three Gorges Dam. Okay, we'll be back in just a minute. Stephen K. Bannon. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. This is Jack Maxey in the War Room. Welcome back. It's Saturday, July 18th, year of our Lord 2020. One of our special Saturday episodes, fighting back America's global takedown of the CCP. Over to you, Steve. Yeah, I can't believe Jack. We're already this far through、uh, July. It's just it's just ripping through now. Look, we're living in turbulent times, and if you're a、uh, audience member of War and Pandemic, you just start following. So you understand we deal with the pandemic, the economic crisis on top of it, 
the financial crisis that that triggered. So we try to do this in the context of the geopolitical struggle between the Chinese Communist Party, its own people uh, in the United States and the rest of what we call the arsenal of democracy. In these turbulent times, it's gonna be entrepreneurs that lead us through. If you're an entrepreneur, you need every tool in the toolbox. The tool you need is NetSuite by Oracle. Today, go to netsuite.com slash Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, and get your seven action steps that every entrepreneur should be taking. Jack, uh, back to you. We're going to say we, this show today is about the takedown. The United States finally standing up as a whole of government approach to the Chinese Communist Party as outlined by the leaders really of the war cabinet. That would be Secretary of State Pompeo, uh, National Security Advisor O'Brien, uh, FBI Director Ray, but particularly Bill Barr in his tremendous speech the other day. We're going to talk about that war plan, and we're going to talk about the economic, the technological, the information war that's going on, and preparations really to do peace through strength to show the Chinese Communist Party in the South China Sea and on the border of occupied Tibet, where the uh, Indian Army under uh, President Modi is, uh, is standing up to the CCP. We're going to get to all that. But, Jack, the, the first thing we have to deal with is this tremendous, tremendous crisis that's building in central China. And no, it's not a pandemic. Believe it or not, something worse than the swine flu, something worse than the CCP COVID-19 virus is actually now coming out of central China. And that is this horrific flood that is now occurring on the Yangtze River up above the Three Gorges Dam and is threatening the entire cities below it. The reason it has a, a direct implication in your life is that much of the supply chain of the, uh, the American and world economy is located in this floodplain. In addition, much of the of the medical equipment and the personal protective equipment, uh, you know, all of it. And we're going to get into the whole aspect of Lao Beijing, these uh, the decent, hardworking people of China that now they're threatened again. Jack. I know you've got a lot, of, a lot of observations. You've been our guy in the pandemic since December 26th of 2019. You were the first one to bring to my attention and said, hey, I think there's going to be a game changer happening in these rains above the Three Gorges Dam. Can you guess, give us some of your insights, and I'll turn it back to Miles Guo to give us his particular, his very specific understanding of this area. Well, you know, we've talked throughout this entire time about the disruption of the supply chains because of the COVID virus. And now what we're seeing is that it's not just something like a virus that could cut the supply chain. We have 80% of the world's pharmaceuticals produced downstream from the Three Gorges Dam. And this is, uh, has a critical impact on the entire globe. This is, we're already having problems with PPE delivery to the United States. One of the largest distributors in the country is quoted this morning as saying that looks like they're looking at two to three weeks to get any supplies out of China. So it's even having an impact on how we fight the COVID virus around the world. But more importantly, as Miles said, you've got 50% of the food production is also along the Yangtze River floodplain. Now, one of the things that we uh, have been looking at, and even China's global news is reporting on this, that they may have lost complete control of their attempt to get their arms around the African swine flu virus too, which led to them culling 50% of the Chinese pig crop last year. Now, you combine this with the fact that they may have another outbreak of that. You combine this with the fact that they reported yesterday that year over year, food inflation in China has gone up by 11%. This is a crushing number. 
So, and this is a number they're admitting to. So it's something that we really should pay attention to. And any of our viewers, I highly recommend that you just put up the AccuWeather uh, satellite image of China so you can watch these rains coming across the Himalayas. And you'll see basically from the border of Nepal all the way to, to uh, the Three Gorges Dam is the drainage system for the Yangtze River north of the Three Gorges Dam. Now we're already having massive flowing south of the dam and now we're getting massive rain north of the dam. So there's a lot of question as to whether or not the dam can even withstand this. We've watched over the last several weeks, they've changed the way they described the dam. A year ago, it was a thousand year dam. Now it's a hundred year dam. And just a few days ago, the Chinese government put out a statement saying that the Yangtze, uh, the Three Gorges Dam is doing everything that it can and everything that it was expected to do, but sort of leaving open the fact that it might not be able to do more. There's a Chinese geologist named Fan Zhao who's been a long critic of the CCP building these dams all over the country. And he's saying that it's really impossible for the Three Gorges Dam to have any effect south of the dam. It can only retain about eight or 9% of the floodwaters in any given year anyway. And this looks like it is a historic flood. We should all be uh, putting our hands together in prayer for the Chinese people but also this should be a big wake-up call for the entire world concerning our supply chains. That's you know, there's so much in there, Jack. Let, let me say a couple of things. Number one, Rosemary Gibson came on the show back in January. Rosemary Gibson was the author of China RX and saying how the big pharmaceutical companies basically shipped all the API, which called active pharmaceutical ingredients over to be made in, uh, in, in China under the C in CCP owned companies. And right now, one of the big questions, you're, as you just said, 80% of the PPE and 80% of the uh, of the drugs, the generic drugs and the API are all made within this area that could potentially be flooded. And to date, we have not forced those supply chains back. There's another issue that people are going to have to understand. It's more than just about cost. The United States, by the way, China needs its own uh, manufacturing of generics and needs its own manufacturing API, just like the United States needs theirs, India needs theirs, and Europe needs theirs. This is something that countries and something this central have to do. The other thing I want to mention before I turn back to my colleague Miles to talk about the CCP's participation in this and what they're doing is, Jack, you brought up in, in February, I think March, talked about the heroic nature of the Chinese farmers. Remember, during the height of the pandemic in January, February, March in, in, in Wuhan and Ubei province, and the, we were so limited in the information that was getting out of where the pandemic was, one of the biggest concerns was that they weren't going to be able to get into the fields and, and, and uh, plant the spring crop. Well, once again, the heroic nature of Lao Beijing, old hundred names came through, and what they did was get into the fields and plant the spring crop. Now, unfortunately, when that crop's got to be harvested in late summer, right now you've got this massive, you know, thousand-year flood that's coming on that's going to threaten their entire supply chain. But Lao Beijing is being asked back by the CCP to now come back where the PLA is not down there to come back and actually man the levees, as you mentioned the other day, Jack. So I want to turn to my colleague, uh, Miles Guo. Miles, here's what people can't understand. If the, if the Chinese Communist Party built this whole system of dams and levees, right, kind of against nature, but to, to basically have man's hand and kind of 
doing, you know, taking the Yangtze, which is the ancient, you know, it's one of the five or six most important rivers in the world, right? It's like the Mississippi or the Nile or the Danube. It's a major river that, that, you know, affects an entire country. What is the PLA? What is the CCP first? What is Beijing doing in this crisis? We've heard and we announced the other day, they called a red alert. People in the United States don't know what red alerts are. They don't know how often they're called. So how important is it's a red alert? And what is what is Beijing doing to help the uh, Chinese citizens down in the Yangtze uh, River? Sir, good question, sir. Uh, I'm in China, you know, I'm from China. You know, I have more than 40 years in China. Uh, in my life, many times I, you know, I go to same time, have bigger fraud. I go there, I, I donate money, I try to help them. In my life, I go there any time. I never, never see one time have a PLA army, a local government, and the central government, they seriously think can help the, you know, the people, you know, get risk. They never. You know why, brother? I want you know, this is a, the joke. One time I was the, before the, you know, China Prime Minister Wen Jiabao, you know, he was the 1998, go to, you know, the Yangtze River, say, you know, same fault, I mean, go, go there. He say, went there during a flood. He went there. Yeah. So he was the, oh, I, I'm going to help you or rescue you. Uh, you know, we all the army here. We have one million special army here. We, 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 even we die, we want to rescue you there. I'm here. You know, behind how many people? 300 army, all the bodyguards. <laughs> They have the three cameras. They were all the bodyguards. Yeah, all the bodyguards. Reason, reason they had his bodyguards. Yes. Yeah. They, they used the boat. Three times recall the you know the camera. He would say, no, no, no good. You need a change. They want to, you know, food, look at the window nearly cry, you know, all the you know the body get the dirt, and the army in the river, you know, swimming, uh, uh the people, the women, the child, they make the show. Immediately gone. Go back. You're saying this is a photo op. Just That's a photo op. Okay, the declaration, political declaration. Okay, that's all the fake. So after this, I asked him, why you don't send the murder army here? One minute, gentlemen. Him say, you do you stupid? Nobody can stop the vote. We only waiting what has happened. Nobody can stop. We never prepared the army can help. Stop. There's the nothing to stop a flood. Okay, we're gonna That's take we're gonna take a short commercial break. Miles has got more insights about the CCP and this horrific flood on the Yangtze River. We're gonna turn and also America now turns to take down the CCP, what it's also like internally to China with their efforts to combat that. We're gonna return Jack back to you. See you in a minute. Guys, we're gonna take a commercial break here, but this is fascinating stuff. We have to understand what's going on with the Yangtze River because it's gonna affect the world just like the COVID virus. Back in a minute. War Room with Stephen K. Bannon. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. This is Jack Maxey in the War Room here from Capitol Hill. Coming back for today's episode 287, Saturday, July 18th, the year of our Lord 2020. Special episode on China, Fighting Back, America's Global Takedown of the CCP. Back to you, Steve. Thank you, uh, 
thank you, Jack, and thank all the team in the war room, AVN, and everybody for uh, for putting this on. Really, uh, really appreciate it. Miles, here's what I think people have a tough time comprehending. You know, how can you have a government that presents itself to the world as all-powerful, all-knowing, you know, very sophisticated, that they've got everything covered, whether it's global finance or whether it's manufacturing, and someone that's really putting now hundreds of billions of dollars every year into build up a military program to challenge and to really shut down the South China Sea and the Straits of Taiwan, to send combat divisions up into occupied Tibet on the uh, Indian border and to challenge India now to have, as, as you have told me for years and I didn't pay attention, a 25-year or 40-year deal with the mullahs in Iran, that's $400 billion, right? I'm not just buying oil, but also military equipment. And they're talking about maybe even Chinese troops deployed with Hezbollah into, into Syria and to the Middle East. You know, the, the CCP and Xi and Wan Shan, whether Wan Shan's being called the most powerful man and most important man in the world by Michael Bloomberg in Singapore, and I think it was May of 2018, right everywhere from may of 2019 to she going around and being you know the party at davos when he goes there when he goes on these one belt one road these guys have everything under control but when a basic fundamental situation like a flood in the in a massive flood agreed but in the central most important river in china one of the most important rivers in the world that has so much of the chinese intellectual capability of the hardworking people, of their farmers, of agriculture production. Beijing has got to do more than just send photo ops. What is Beijing doing today? Particularly, they've got the PLA, they have a massive army, they have a stability force, which you've been able to educate me is bigger than the army, right? To keep order in the cities about what they want to do. They have every tool in the apparatus, they have the firewall, they can control information, they can control technology, we saw in the pandemic they can shut down transportation. How can the CCP, with all that power on Earth, not help the good citizens of China in the central Yangtze Valley? Sir, <laughs> uh, I totally disagree you before you talk about this. CCP, not a technology power. CCP, all the technology is still from America. And America is the tycoon technology company because of greedy, help CCP make a technology power. Secondly, CCP not as money. They never created really non-perfect as the same as the GDP. They cheat America, cheat Europe, West of the world. They make the WTO contract. Then is it get it cheat your money. That's your money, not from the uh, CCP create money. Three. You see, uh, they have the $400 billion in the Iranian by the oil, make the deal. They have the, is $1.3 billion last eight years, built one build one road, give the South Africa, Middle East, and it's the East Europe. This is the money not from China, not from CCP. Chinese use the blood, hard work, make the cheap product, and wear nick shoes, Sells to you America. You America like buy is cheap, very cheaper than Nick shoes and wear. Then help the CCP. CCP always lie. America now. China only 90 million CCP member. Not 1.4 billion is all this the CCP member. But 
you know the 70 years, just American media don't like to talk to America and the Chinese. China only 90 million CCP member control you all the country. Also maybe top 10, top 20 family control all the China, all the market. They call we have the market weapon, threaten America, cheat America, cheat Europe. You look, yeah, today is the DOJ, the bra. Oh my God. I think that's very important. It's creating new history. Brock talk any words and read FBI talk this. And you know, Peter Navarro say, CCP lie, Americans die. That's very important, sir. That's the truth. You need to know CCP no capability can earn $1 trillion because 2001, before the send WTO with America, all the China $1.3 trillion GDP. Send WTO, as you know, $14 trillion of GDP is from America and the rest of the world. You're saying that before they allowed the American elites and the world elites to let them into the WTO, yeah. the total GDP of the country was barely over a trillion dollars. Today, 20 years later, it's $14 trillion. That all came from capital, technology, and particularly access to markets in the United States and Europe. It's essentially the money of America and the West that did this. Sir, it is. So this is 100% true. On the other side, you see, why they don't like to pay money to go to the flood? They do, you know, help the risk of people. Sir, you must be now, they named organization is called region, CCP, communism. Still, still today, in all the China, you see, you father, mother, not better than Xi Jinping. You father, mother, family cannot compete with CCP. Hold on, hold on. Just, yeah. I just want to make sure the audience understands. They say that your father and mother cannot compare to President Xi, and yeah. that your family can't compare to the CCP. Yeah, every year. You see, in my video, yeah, just one week ago, they go to my Shandong hometown. I saw your it's, hometown. It's those, those, those murals on the wall were saying that. Everywhere is the right, you know, CCP. I call Xi Jinping, hello. And then it's that you father and mother, not brand to me, not completely me important. So they're so, brainwashing kids from the very early stage. They father drive brainwash and, the, you know, get your capability, get your dignity, wear you, take you all the money. They it, it, see even you die, not we are fall. So you fall. You because why you get a fault to kill you? Because there's a God. You are reincarnation. You die, all the reason is you. You don't give the contribution all the life give the CCP. That's you wrong, you're criminal. So CCP the you know philosophy is very easy. They know human rights. They don't kill people that. Do you remember Chairman Mao talking to Nixon, president? Even we want to war with America, nuclear bomb war, China is the 600 million people. We don't care die as 300 million people. Next three, four years, we can make the people again. We are Chinese women, like make a baby. Do you remember that? That's the now CCP in the 70 years in China, until the, to now, never change. The, you know, ID knowledge, and you know, how can control the Chinese, they never think you die is a problem. You die, in him say, you die, more people die, the Chinese philosophy, natural disaster, and more people die, it can make your regime more stronger. So Wen Jiabao is go to Sichuan, is go to the 300,000 people get earthquake die. Wen Jiabao first of all, please, uh, we are always history, 
Natural disasters are coming can make a weak country bigger. They never say you die. I'm a people. They never. So this is the hold on. They, they're totally indifferent. You're saying they're indifferent, indifferent to the deaths of Chinese people. And if they lose 10 million, 20 million, 30 million, it's it's not. It's uh, they, not. they don't care. I, inside example now, it's the last year. They know this is Guns year. China very feng shui tailor every Guns year, 60 years. You're saying a 60-year cycle. A cycle is guns year, is change the regime, kill the king, revolution. See, now this is a disaster year. Also, every 30 year is a fault come back, always. So, before now, maybe there's some you know, big raining, more water, the fault, maybe kill people. They say, maybe good. You know why? China, too many people. We don't need to pay too much money. And, you know, you know, it's the food. You know, I don't need to buy more food from America. They know definitely the bigger, you know, 90 million members of the, you know, region. They know what's gonna happen. They don't care. They just in the TV. Oh, I give you some of the water, you know, show off. Give you some shoes. Give you 100 RMB, 1,000 RMB. They never think you die is a him problem. They never think you die is the country CCP loses the power. If you die, it's your problem, not the regime. Yeah, no, they never always. This is a totally different, sir. You talk about here, and me, and the Jackie, we're going to talk about this. I guarantee you, more than 80% of CCP think you are crazy. They die because of the you know, natural disaster, not my fault. Same China, no health care, no, no insurance system. <laughs> Yesterday, they tell me, mouse, they get to the house, how can I give the insurance? I say, sir, 003% have house insurance. They know insurance. Because insurance, no health care, no retirement, hand, no, 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 no insurance policies, nothing. Yeah, one hand is the control of the finance. Another hand, insurance is CCP control. They, they, you die, they don't want to give you back money. They add the knowledge. They think we are the correct. You are student America. Why you care people die? Why you care the people get for the die? They don't care. It's a natural disaster. Xi Jinping, now all the Central Committee in the world, June, July, all the in the Beidai Hall, oh, hold on. Beidai, Summer River. Beidai is the is the summer resort where the regime goes. They could not possibly in this crisis be down at the summer resort. Yeah, they have yeah. a pandemic that's still going on in China <laughs> that, and a once in a thousand year flood. They could not be down. It's impossible that they're down having vacation. The last eight years, do you see one time Xi Jinping, Wang Jishan, go to China for for the disaster, earthquake? You know, Shanghai, you know, it's a disaster coming under the coronavirus. Xi Jinping no one time go there. Wang Jishan never go there. This, no, maybe on the beach, you know, I bury the body, and uh, one hand, another hand, bury the new young girls. They don't care you people to die. You're saying anything they would do would be a photo op or just optics to make sure the people in the world media see that they care. Uh, they could care less about the Chinese people. Yeah, sir, you need to uh, watch my as the broadcast, everything. As the two years ago, happened, we are followers. They are from CCTV. They before every day is follow the you know the leaders that go to outside to make the video. Is it one hundred percent everything before make there? Okay, not the video from true. That's why America you need to know CCP is a purple tiger. Paper tiger. And uh, you know as the punches uh, you know, game, game. It's a Ponzi scheme. Ponzi is a game. You look at, uh, sir, America must be now that all the China, the disaster trouble, but back to America. 
coronavirus, more the worse China the fraud maybe. Yet to the American died nine hundred fifty one. Almost a almost a thousand people. Almost a thousand rats were found. CCP. CCP. CCP lied. Americans died. Yeah. Now a worse street. It's the economy. President, you know, very scared to come down. All the American people that worry the economy come down. Who behind the monopoly? CCP, right? Three. Who buy the PPE before January? CCP. The, all the vacuum up from all over the world. In the world, in the world, ninety percent is a mask One made in Wuhan. This is a fraud area. So, so sir, you must be know this game. You are trouble more the worse to China. Also from CCP. Hang on for one second. We're gonna take a commercial break. Sell some ads. We're gonna have some capitalism here, Jack. Back to you to take us out, and we'll see everybody in a, in a couple of minutes with our colleague Miles Guo. Guys, we're going to pay some uh, bills here with some commercials, but we want you to come back. This is a fascinating episode where we're digging deep into the issues inside China, the Yangtze River flood, and how it's going to affect you and your life. Back in just a moment. Stephen K. Bannon. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. This is Jack Maxey sitting in the catbird seat for Stephen K. Bannon here at the Capitol Hill. And uh, this is today's episode is 287, another one of our Saturday specials, Voices from China. We have Stephen K. Bannon and Miles Guo reporting today's episode titled Fighting Back, America's Global Takedown of the CCP. Steve, back to you. Yeah, we're going to get back to a second about the interconnectivity. We're all nationalists, but the interconnectivity of the uh, of the world's economy and how we've exposed ourselves to the Chinese Communist Party, particularly their incompetence and their corruption, because now we've got not we've already had a biological Chernobyl. We're about to have uh, what an aquatic uh, a, a Chernobyl. We're about to have this horrific flood that's going to blow through the Yangtze Valley, destroy the uh, generic pharmaceutical industry, and particularly the ability to make active pharmaceutical, uh, you know, uh, ingredients. Uh, Jack, we had on yesterday, one of the professors talked about the, uh, what was going to kill the United States was not the pandemic. What was going to kill the United States was the uh, financial crisis that the pandemic was exacerbating. In the next episode, in the next hour, Miles Grove is going to talk about something he's been talking about for years, but now the Wall Street Journal is grabbed onto it, a 52 trillion dollar real estate bubble guess where in china uh driven by the uh driven by the ccp now is the time if there's any time for you to look at precious metals as an alternative in your investment portfolio you've got to go to birch gold go to birchgold.com bannon b-a-n-n-o-n get your 20 page report today of how to include uh birch gold as a buyer of gold for you are setting up an IRA that's got precious metals in it. You need to consider precious metals is an investment alternative in this turbulent time. And I gotta tell you folks, times are gonna get much more turbulent. You can see these forces coalescing. One of the things we're doing here today on the show is talking about finally, after 30 or 40 years, the United States is, it has a coherent strategy 
under President Trump, and really what I call his war cabinet. That war cabinet would be uh, Attorney General Barr, it would be the National Security Advisor Robert O'Brien, it would be the FBI, FBI Director Christopher Wray, uh, it would be Mike Pompeo, obviously you got Ambassador Lighthizer, the trade representative, always the fighter, Peter Navarro is part of that, Matt Pottinger, the Deputy National Security Advisor who speaks perfect Mandarin and gave that magnificent speech on May 4th that tied together Chinese revolutionary history to American revolutionary history. So there's so much going on, and we wanted Miles, who's really the is really the head of the of the of the whistleblower movement inside of China, where people are coming forward every day and, and giving details about the uh, about the CCP, uh, and also now we're actually getting defectors out from uh, from these labs. But before I turn back to Miles to add everything on top of uh, things, uh, Jack, you've been talking about not just the swine flu that killed half the hog population before the coronavirus pandemic, you've been talking about say, hey, look, you gotta focus on agriculture in China with the Chinese, right? The old hundred names of the farmers, they're very dedicated, loyal people. They're out in the fields. They went through this horrific pandemic and planted the spring crop. But you've been saying, hey, they've got something else coming. This is this locust infestion. And just now there's been stories all day on the uh, Red Army, on the Chinese armies, actually, I think, got a, a massive drone air force out there to combat this. Can you get us up to speed on what's going on? Well, what's very interesting, longtime listeners to the show would know that I've mentioned this whole thing about this locust swarm that stretched out of Africa. It's already into India and Pakistan. And it seems that it may have leaped over the, the Himalayas. Uh, right now in Yunnan province, they say that 8,000 hectares have been overwhelmed by locusts these locusts are being uh, treated with an army of drones as steve spoke about spraying pesticides from the sky but as we said earlier this is very complicated because during the rainy season these pesticides are not that effective and the locusts lay their eggs in mud so in three months time you have a whole new uh, swarm of locusts so this is something that we really need to keep an eye on and culturally when we talk about china we've mentioned this concept of the loss of the mandate of heaven if you go back in Chinese history, you have movements within the, the political uh, establishment, but also there have been movements that have occurred in nature that have contributed to regime change. And locusts and floods are top of that list, so it's something worth keeping an eye on. Back to you, Steve. One thing, Miles, I, I want to get back to, we've always tried to make this connection between the deplorables, the kind of backbone of America, and Lao Beijing, old hundred names. When you talk about, and now Jack's talking about locusts, we got massive flood, we've had a pandemic. In the next hour, we're gonna talk about this Ponzi scheme as far as, why haven't the Chinese people stood up in revolt to the CCP? I think what uh, the American colleagues are sitting there going, obviously you're used to slave labor. Obviously you've created tremendous wealth that the elites in the world have stolen and, 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 and the CCP have stolen to make them the wealthiest families in the world. Why are the Chinese people not more in a revolutionary stance to throw these to throw these bums out? Sir, this is a good question. Uh, Chinese, I think, always try standing up, and uh, Chinese want the revolution. Tiananmen Square, you know, this is a huge. Uh, you know, PLA used the tank kill the students. So because Tiananmen Square, 1989, send me go to jail, and uh, 22 men they torture me, nearly die. You know, this time is the not in the world, 
Nobody believes CCP can use the tank to kill students, but that does really happen. You know, this happened in America and international, the, you know, the social. Nobody say, make just, say, you cannot kill. Nobody said anything. Nobody said anything. Right. Also, Americans immediately is the go back with the CCP, so, okay, that's, that's the, you know, gone. We are keep keep. We are two country relationship continue, right? This is very important, and we're going to roll. But but thirty days after Tiananmen, after and we don't know if there's ten, twenty. We have no idea how many people were killed, imprisoned. I'll, I tell you what. Let's go to. Let's get the the hashtag war and pandemic crowd in. We're going to take this over to the next uh, the next hour with our guest Miles Guo to talk to us. Why are the Chinese people not stepping up and overthrowing today? the CCP. Jack, back to you. Okay, guys, we're going to take a commercial break here. We'll be back in just a few minutes. More stories from China. This is very, very important, people. This is going to affect you the same way that the virus has affected you. The world is connected, and we need to secure ourselves. Back in a minute. 